and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. I've just come back from a relaxing week-long trip upstate with my cousins, which I never knew how much I needed until we were actually there and spending time together. Most of you know this, but I mostly go upstate just during the weekends because that's all I really ever have time for since my weekdays are super busy and jam-packed. But this time we went during the entire week and spent the weekdays up there and it was just such a nice change of pace. Even though I was working for three out of the five days we were there, it was still so nice to be working in like another environment than what I'm used to 24-7 back at home. I could even sit outside in the balcony and just do my work in the mornings, Um, like the birds were chirping and I was drinking coffee, it was just all super relaxing. I highly recommend for any of you who feel stuck in your ways to get out there and just put yourself in another environment so you're not feeling too much monotony throughout your week. A perfect example of this is how I wasn't even that motivated to write up this podcast episode when I was at home, but now that I am upstate and like in a different setting, it's so weird because now I kind of feel motivated to write it. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I was just really dreading doing it while I was back at home. And for some reason, me being in another place just makes me feel a whole lot more relaxed and ready to write up this podcast episode for you guys. But anyway, moving on to this week's episode, which is going to be a pretty chill one. I'm just going to be talking casually with you guys about what's been going on in my life, some of the big changes that have been happening, and just my thoughts on like all of that. What I'm feeling, what's been going on through my mind, all of that good stuff. As I'm recording this, it's officially the end of May. I think it's almost it's the beginning of June and that means that my break is almost over and then I'm going to be starting my summer work job soon. And I say almost, but I've actually got like two more weeks and until mid-June until I officially have to leave and start my new internship. For any of you um, who are new here or haven't listened to some of my other episodes, I'm going to be starting an internship with Abercrombie & Fitch over the next two months in And I'm going to be completely relocating to another state and living all by my lonesome. Sorry for those of you who have already heard me mention it like a gazillion times already in my past episodes, but I thought I'd restate it for those of you who were not aware, not to brag or anything, but basically because this entire episode is kind of going to be completely based off of that and what my next two months is going to look like out there all by myself. As you guys can tell by the title, the main premise of this episode is to talk about what's going down this summer and how I'm feeling about moving to a new place and starting a new job away from my friends and family here in New York City. And I know to some of you this may not be that interesting of a topic or most of you are probably very independent yourselves and are living on your own, but for me, some of you will know that this is a very big deal for me. That's because I've never really been solely on my own. I live with my family and have been living with them since, basically since like I was born. I've never moved out because as you guys know, I go to college in the city and I don't live too far away from the city. So it just made no sense for me to move out and spend all of that money to live and rent in New York City when I could just like commute from home. So when we were in person before the whole pandemic, I was commuting back and forth between school and home, which really was a pain in the ass, but honestly... 
I just got so used to that routine that it didn't bother me that much. Wouldn't it have been really convenient for me to rent in the city and just live near where my school was? Most definitely, yes, it would have been, but it just didn't make sense financially and I was much more comfortable being with my parents anyway. Um, You know, my parents have always done everything for me, like do my laundry and cook food for me. Up until now, I honestly didn't have the motivation to cook my own food or do my own laundry because that's just something my parents have always done for me and I got so used to them doing it for me. But now, you know, it's obviously time for me to grow up and leave the nest for a bit, so it's going to be interesting seeing how I handle all of these things on my own after being nurtured by my parents for so long. As you guys know, I do have a twin sister, and her situation is a little different from me because when it came to deciding upon colleges, she actually went to a college that was out of state, so she was kind of forced to become independent and live on her own. I obviously didn't get that experience because, as I said, I did choose to go to Parsons, and it's not very far away from me, which I'm even very grateful to say that because I know it can be really hard to attend a school that is so far away from you because... There are just so many factors you have to take into account, like finances and moving and like rent, all of that stuff. So I'm super lucky. I'm sure some of you can relate to that experience of living from home all of your lives because let's face it, we're all not in the position to move out and live off on our own. You know, everyone has a different situation. I used to be low-key embarrassed to say that I was living from home. Don't even ask why because I couldn't tell you. I mean, I'm sure like most of us have felt that at least once. And it was honestly for a whole bunch of reasons, partially me going to Parsons and since our school is made up of a lot of international students who are, you know, quite wealthy and it's like I'm not even giving into stereotypes, but that's honestly the truth sometimes. So I feel like a lot of them would talk about how they live in like fancy apartments in New York City and Brooklyn lofts and stuff. And I don't know, it just made me feel some type of way. So I would be reluctant to talk about my living situation um, at home with my parents. But I mean, now I could honestly care less about what people think when I say I live at home. I've definitely come to accept that I'm very lucky to be even able to say that I can live with my family and that I live in an area that allows me to easily travel back and forth between home and school. And there are actually major perks to living with your family, despite what some people may think. I mean, there are also a lot of cons that come with it, but you know, hey, I can't complain. I'm, I love my family and I'm really close to them and yeah, and my mom makes great food and yeah, not much to complain about there. A lot of you listening now are most likely younger and are still living with your parents and I just want to tell you guys that that's completely okay. I feel like society has made us so rushed and focused on making a life for ourselves and to move out as soon as possible and to be independent. But I mean, everyone goes at their own pace and just because you don't have your own apartment right now and live with live away from your parents or whatever it is, that doesn't say anything about you and that doesn't make you any less mature than other people. That's what I used to be afraid of people thinking of me, that I wasn't mature and that I depended on my parents. But now I realize how dumb that is and how living with your parents doesn't even say anything about your maturity or how dependent you are. Those two things are just not directly related. But anyway, I digress from this subject because I could honestly go on and on about this all day, but then that would be a very boring episode. The main point I wanted to get at is that for all of my life, I have been very dependent on my parents to do a lot of my responsibilities for me. Again, it's not because I'm lazy or spoiled. 
most of the time it's because that's what I'm used to and what I grew up with. So, of course, it's going to be a habit for me to, you know, let my mom cook my meals for me and let my dad do my laundry. Now, with this opportunity to relocate to Ohio in a state that I've never been to, well, technically I have, but it was to visit my ex, so we don't talk about that. This experience is going to be a whole new one for me because if I run into any kind of problems or let's say I forget something or whatever it is, I'm only going to have myself to rely on. It's a little bit nerve-wracking now that I'm like fully thinking about it. Nerve-wracking but exciting at the same time, obviously, because it's the first time I'm actually going to be 100% independent. So that freedom is really going to put a lot of things into perspective for me as well. It's so funny because I feel like both of my parents are more nervous about me moving to Ohio than I am. Because, I mean, they are my parents who have seen me and, you know, grown up with me and they've seen what I'm capable of. So I'm sure they're a little nervous about what's going to happen when I'm alone out there. My mom also loves to make jokes all the time about, you know, saying, I don't know how you're going to survive without us. And honestly, there are a lot of scenarios and cases where I don't know how I would survive without my parents. But, you know, now is really the time to learn. And I'm kind of like forced into that position where I have to learn how to adapt by myself. Even though I'm a little bit nervous about, you know, what it's going to be like living on my own, I think that there really isn't a better time than right now to learn how to be more independent and how to deal with problems on your own. I'm so glad that this opportunity came around when it did because now it's forcing me to go off and have these experiences without the comfort of knowing that my family is around to do everything for me and depending on them for everything. As much as I like to say that I'm a person who pushes myself to do things that I'm uncomfortable with, it's been hard going off and trying to be more independent when you're living at home the whole time. So now this internship is going to give me that push that I've been needing this whole time. You guys, especially for those of you who are younger than me and listening to this episode, I think there's something so important in not rushing into adulthood. Like I'm sure all of us, including myself, are, you know, more than ready and want to move out of the house, find a full-time job, and just start a new life that's entirely our own. But let me tell you all, even though I haven't completely gone through it myself, I know that it's definitely not all what people make it out to be. And trust me, I'm not even that old yet, but as I'm getting older and becoming more of a quote-unquote adult, I'm starting to wish that I went back into my younger years because Just the pressure and responsibilities of adulthood is hella scary, and I've only gotten, like, a sneak peek of it. You all know this about me now at this point, but I just have no desire to get older um, at all. Like, I dread it so much. Even, like, a couple of weeks ago when I turned 21, it fully hit me that I wasn't a child anymore and that I was physically and legally an adult. It was a pretty weird birthday because normally where other people would celebrate and be so happy that they're turning 21... I was kind of weird about it, and I think my sister kind of felt the same way about her birthday as well. But yeah, I digress because I feel like I'm always complaining about getting older, but I'm not even that old. So anyway, starting June 13th, I will be starting my new job with Abercrombie & Fitch. Of course, you know, that is what I'm most excited for. The brand itself is just so iconic, and I know some people, you know, say they've been shopping at Abercrombie & Fitch since they were like babies and stuff. But I'm not lying to you guys when I say that my family has actually been shopping at ANF since my siblings and I were in cradles. I remember us going to the mall as a family and buying tons of ANF clothes, mostly when they had their like big sales and stuff, because not gonna lie, ANF is pretty pricey. Like it definitely was back then, 
Um, and I think I would still like consider it kind of pricey right now. But anyway, we would stock up on ANF merchandise and just wear their clothing throughout the entire year. Of course, now as I got older, I kind of grew out of ANF for a little bit. Um, I am still aware of their brand Hollister, which I'm sure you, most of you are more familiar with. But yeah, I kind of lost touch with the brand for a little bit and now it's come full circle because I'm working for them. So yay to that. Y'all know I'm very big on sustainability and not just on fashion, but of course my particular interest is in sustainable fashion because that's kind of the route that I'm taking in school. That being said, I did a lot of prior research on how ANF has been currently doing and the changes that they've made when I first even applied for this internship. And I will say that they have been making significant improvements and changes to their overall brand values and just their overall outlook. So I'm really proud to actually be representing a brand that does take those necessary steps to make changes. That's why I'm always telling you guys whenever I talk about taking on jobs or internships to do your research. Research, research, research. Even if you've been a longtime fan of the brand and you think you know everything about them, still do your research about them before applying and doing the interview because I guarantee you'll find something that you don't know about them previously and it can either make or break your decision to work with that brand. It's so important to work with brands and companies that represent the values that matter to you and that you hold close to your heart. Because, you know, despite what most people think, working for a brand doesn't just mean, oh, I do my job, get my money, and leave. No, no, no. As an employee, intern, or any association that you have with a brand, you are essentially an ambassador for them. You are representing them, so it's really important that you align with what the brand cares about and stands for. I'm always saying that in all of these episodes, but it's really just one of the most important things to look for when you're out there job hunting. I wouldn't have taken this job if I truly didn't believe in the direction that ANF is going in, and I also want to be a part of that change and also be a part of their journey into like more sustainable fashion and more diversity and inclusion. So those were my reasons, if any of you were wondering, which you probably weren't, but I thought I'd mention it anyway. And oh, another big reason, which is kind of an important one for me, is because I want the experience of working with a more corporate fashion brand like Abercrombie & Fitch. Many of my past fashion experiences have been working with pretty small brands and companies, and so far I've preferred it because I just love working with a small team and getting to know all of the people on your team, you know, and to get super close with them. There are definitely a lot more pros with working with a small company, like the fact that you get more responsibilities as an intern, and there's also more room to grow with a company that is smaller than bigger. So those are kind of the main reasons that I gravitate towards smaller and less corporate companies. I just really like the fact that I get to grow with a company, and I've always been scared that the company culture with larger companies is just not as good because it's just so big, so there's no way that they can cater to everyone and make everyone feel like they belong. That's just the mindset that I've always had, but I definitely did not feel that during the entire application process with ANF. The team just made me feel so welcome and they all look like one big family that I wanted to be a part of. If you're just starting out working, I would highly recommend getting a taste of working with some bigger companies and some smaller ones too because everyone's different and has different preferences on their ideal work environment. And if you're someone who has only worked with larger corporations, maybe try giving some smaller ones a chance. And that goes the same for those of you who have only worked with smaller companies. 
you might find that you like the tight-knit co-working environment a lot better and, you know, vice versa. So yeah, that was another big selling point for me in choosing to commit myself with ANF was to get that entirely new experience working with a global and corporate environment. I don't know about you guys, but starting a new job, no matter if it's with a big or small company, always is so nerve-wracking to me. And actually, maybe even starting at a small company is probably even more nerve-wracking because, you know, it's a small group of people and everyone knows everyone, so if you do something wrong, like, people are going to talk. But when it's a larger company and there's, you know, a lot more people then you're mostly focused on getting close to your own team um, than getting to know like every single person who works there. It's definitely gotten less and less nerve-wracking for me over the past few years of constantly starting new internships, but I do still get a little nervous when I have to like be reintroduced to the team and reintroduced to an entirely new routine of working. I'm sure most of you feel that way as well if you've ever moved on and started something new in your own life. Of course, there's feelings of excitement because you know, it's something new, but there's just a little bit of that stress of the unknown, if you know what I mean. But that's at least what I feel, especially the meeting all the new people part. That for me is the scariest bit because these are the people, whether you like it or not, that you're going to have to work with for God knows however long you stay with that company. So your first impressions of them are especially important and are going to influence your experience working there. The craziest thing is like, I always dread leaving a job because I get so attached to the people there and I build basically like a family with everyone and it just sucks having to leave them and meet a whole new bunch of people who you don't know. But then, you know, when I actually do go and meet those new people that I'm working with, it's it ends up being like an even greater experience and I fall in love with them and build a whole new family with the people that I work with currently. So it's like this whole continuous cycle for me each time when I'm starting a new job. And I do have to say, each time it just gets better and better than the last experience. So, you know, knock on wood, I'm not trying to jinx myself here, but I'm really looking forward to what this new experience is going to bring. And I do think the reason why it gets better and better for me is because I learn from every internship that came before it. You know, what to do and how to act and how to make the most of each experience. And that's something that you'll have to understand too. Maybe your first ever job that you're going to get is... There's going to be things that you didn't know to do or things that you didn't like. I remember my first job, which, fun fact, was at Chipotle. I was completely lost in terms of how I had to act on the job, you know, how I would get paid, how that whole process worked, and just small things that you wouldn't even really think you needed to know. You know, but now after having many different job experiences, I kind of know the process well enough now and I'm more confident going into a new job. I've also had a lot of friends who ask me questions about their own internships and stuff and I'm always happy to answer them because I literally had those exact same questions when I was first starting out. I don't typically like to think of myself as the most outgoing person in the world because I'm certainly not, but I think I'm okay with like making friends and talking to people. Weirdly enough, I do feel like my social skills have gone down tremendously since the pandemic. I was telling my friend this the other day when I saw him in person, but It's like I forgot how to interact and hold a conversation with people. That day that I was with him, I felt like my confidence was so low and just, I was just low-key stressed about upholding a conversation. And mind you guys that I was hanging out with an old friend, so that just goes to show you how bad my social skills have gotten since COVID. 
I'm managing though and I feel like since things are starting to open back up here in New York City, I'm getting back into the swig of things in terms of interacting with people in person. But it's just entirely different when you're interacting with someone in person rather than interacting with someone through Zoom. I know a lot of you like know the feeling that I'm like describing right there, but nevertheless, this experience in Ohio is really going to force me to come out of my antisocial hole that I've dug for myself and I'm really excited to meet new people and just like make new friends. Going into college, I'm sure a lot of people are excited about the prospect of moving to a new place, dorming, and meeting new people. But remember guys, I didn't get that experience because I went to a school that was in-state, so I lived from home and didn't have that entire like dorming experience. Parsons also was like a weird thing because they didn't have much of a campus themselves, so it wasn't like other academic schools that offer the kind of campus lifestyles that a lot of people crave when they were first going into college. I was always a little jealous when my sister and my other high school friends would tell me about their experiences and, you know, the like the lifelong friends that they've made through living with them. But I knew what I was buying into when I committed to going to school at Parsons. I knew that I'd have to give up that normal college lifestyle in order to pursue my dreams in fashion and attend this amazing school. So now I'm super happy that I get to have that experience and meet a whole new group of people from different parts of the world while I'm dorming in Ohio. I'm going to be living with three new people that I've never met before and to some people that may seem scary and nerve-wracking to live with random people, but I don't know, I'm just confident that it's going to be a good time. I feel like I don't have that much trouble getting along with new people. I don't know. I'm also like not particular about the people that I hang out with or anything like that, so for the most part, I do get along with most people. Like I've been mentioning in my past episodes, I'm definitely hoping to churn out some more podcast um, content while I'm out there. I'm not too sure what my schedule is going to look like or the living situation at all, so I'm definitely going to play it by ear and just work on creating some really insightful and interesting episodes for y'all about my experience interning with ANF. I'm glad I can like bring you guys along for the ride and just share with you all of the details, both the good and the bad. I also can't wait to share more with you guys about my experience taking on a super intensive design internship because I know a lot of y'all are interested in those exact details about what goes on in those types of internships and all of that jazz. I also haven't done a design internship in a little while because I've kind of been skipping around with different internships in fashion. So this experience is going to be as interesting for me as it is for you guys to hear about. Like I said, I don't know what my podcasting schedule is going to look like while I'm away and working, but if you guys want to follow along and even see what my day-to-day is going to look like while I'm in Ohio, you can always follow my Insta to keep in touch with me and just see what's going on in my life if you'd like. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this really chill episode that was kind of just like random ramblings that I've been thinking about and stuff. I think it was also so important to share my whole experience with this because I know so many people who are in a rush to get out of their parents' house and just start their own lives, but then there's me who's 21 years old and still living with my parents and depending on them for certain things, which is totally okay too. There's no rush to grow up and trust me, you'll regret it once you're older and look back on how you didn't live fully in your youth. But with all that being said, I hope you all have an amazing start to your summers and I'll certainly be enjoying mine until I have to leave for Ohio and just like start work again. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. 
If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. I love you guys so much and see you soon on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.